This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Murphy. Welcome to episode number one of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today I have the pleasure of introducing and interviewing Mike Murphy, the executive producer and the host of this new show, the Good Neighbor Podcast Union, covering the Northern Kentucky area. Mike, welcome to your show. How are you doing? Thank you, Charlie. This uh, might be the only time I get to be interviewed, so I'm going to make the best of it. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the moment. Uh, before we do that, I know you have listeners that, that know you and work with you and, and all that, but they're probably wondering who's this other guy. Uh, uh, so let me bring them up to speed for a second. Uh, my name's Charlie McDermott, and at the beginning of the COVID outbreak, I created a podcast to help local businesses in Southwest Florida get their, in so many ways, inspiring stories out into the community during the lockdown. Now, we call it the Good Neighbor Podcast because local businesses, they're the foundation for a strong and vibrant community, providing jobs, important products, services, donating to and supporting so many local charities and overall enhancing the quality of life for local residents. Truly, they are good neighbors, but they don't always get the credit they deserve. So I thought the Good Neighbor Podcast would be a great platform to give local business owners a voice. Now, this proved to be so popular. The Good Neighbor Podcast has expanded into many other communities all over the country. And now, yes, thanks to Mike, uh, the Union and North Kentucky area has its very own Good Neighbor Podcast. So, Mike, congratulations. And uh, here we go, man. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I always like to start the show, Mike, with um, the why question. I mean, I, I know how busy you are, uh, and you are literally donating, carving out hours every single week to help businesses get their voice out there and, and help them grow. Why are you doing it? Well, just like you mentioned earlier, you know, the birth of your podcast happened during COVID, and uh same here, you know, during during COVID, many businesses had to uh, pivot to get their message out. And so suddenly we started seeing Zoom interviews pop up all over social media. Yeah. And with that came more and more people asking about that as a as a standard format that um, many people um, would love to do. But when I saw what you were doing and how you were doing it, um, I knew that that was a successful model that I had to follow in a, rather than reinventing the wheel. So now this is something that I can use to help my um, local um, print clients do storytelling and educating of the community uh, yeah. in a bigger way. Yeah. And, you know, you, you think about it. I mean, we all grew up with stories and, you know, now, of course, that's changed a bit because the stories are via video and, and all kinds of other, you know, um, I, I guess it, the kids still read books nowadays, uh, but anyway, <laughs> you know, it, it it we're wired to listen to stories. I mean, for for hundreds and hundreds of years, I guess thousands, really. So, Mike, outside now of the podcast, what do you do? You know, fill us in on your business and how you're you're so involved in the community. I think maybe the best way to describe what I do is to use my what they call the elevator pitch. Um, uh, my my. 60 second B and I commercial pitch me. Pitch me. <laughs> um, 
So, you know, in essence, I'm a small business branding expert uh, here in Northern Kentucky. Um, what I do is I provide private label publications that mail directly into targeted communities mailboxes throughout Northern Kentucky. Uh, specifically, um, I'm in charge of two publications, one here in Union and one that kind of covers part of Florence and another section of Union. So um, they tell the stories of the residents that live in these communities and and the businesses that serve them. So they act as sort of a, a de facto um, business referral guide to the communities. And that's mm -hmm. why they're so popular. Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously, as you know, I'm very familiar with those and, you know, it goes back to what we just talked about, the storytelling and the ability to really pull your audience in unlike anything else. I mean, nothing that an ad can do or, you know, a Google uh, pay-per-click ad or Facebook post or whatnot because of this storytelling aspect. So that's why I'm a big fan. And, and as a business owner and, and have owned many, many businesses over the years, uh, no better way. And in fact, uh, Mike, you're not aware of this, but my, my health clubs, uh, we actually created our own community magazine, um, which was crazy expensive and so time consuming, but but we we did it simply because we knew we had such a story to tell. There was no other way to get that message out there. Now we did other forms of advertising, um, uh, but we could only afford to do that magazine quarterly because of the of the cost of it. And and that's what I love about what you do. What I do uh, is um, man, all businesses can play and benefit from from this kind of being a part of the community asset. Um, so what about your, your journey, Mike, how did you get into this? Well, um, you know, once upon a time I lived a, a life on the road. I was a trade show manager at a large publishing company oh. up in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Wow. And so I was, I was a, a road warrior, Yeah, had little kids at home and, you know, that kind of carried me, you know, once you're in that business, it's tough to get out of it because once you're experienced, everybody wants you. Hmm. Um, so you tend to stick and stay in that business. But um, we had a uh, family tragedy kind of befall us that led me to have to make a life change. And I had to start looking around at a way to get off the road, stay home, be with my wife and kids and reinvent my life, not from the ground up, but close. And so I started looking around just based on necessity and uh, came across uh, Best Version Media, which is a media company that kind of helps boots on the ground um, publishers like myself execute their model in their communities by doing all the heavy lifting and allows me to um, just focus on community relations uh, and stay home while doing it yeah. and just staying in my own bedroom every night, which is pretty cool. And that's kind of what kicked it off. Um, yeah. And that's been eight years ago and wow. it's just flown by. Now, have, have you, uh, I'm, I'm sure when COVID hit, you probably thanked your lucky stars that you made that move years ago. Cause I, I can't imagine anyone in the trade show business was um, doing it much of anything. Yeah. All my friends were freaking out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they started asking me questions like, what are you doing? And suddenly yeah. they were more interested in, you know, um, what I was doing. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, COVID has changed a lot of things for a lot of us. And yeah. out of that came uh, untold blessings for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. 
So you've, you've been in this business as service really is what it is, helping local business owners um, build their brands and, and navigate the confusion, the, the overwhelm of marketing and advertising because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you're an expert in the marketing and advertising world. Uh, the local business owner, pick, pick your business, whether it's a furniture company or a doctor or a dentist, um, they didn't get in the business to be an expert in marketing, right? Now, Correct. They, they probably wish they did at certain times because they're just like, you know, at their wits end. I'm, I'm sure there's so many choices out there. And what do you even, where do you even begin, uh, which is where you come into play? You spent a lot of your time, I mean, daily learning the latest marketing strategies and tactics. And, and I know you spent a lot of time both with clients and, and business owners in general in your community, helping them. Which leads me to the next question. There are a lot of myths and misconceptions when it comes to advertising and marketing. What's that, that one that you kind of get asked a lot and that you could help educate your listeners? Um, there are actually two. I'll try to be brief on both of them. One is that... You're, um, you're, you're just an over-deliverer, Mike. I mean, <laughs> geez, go ahead. <laughs> well, sometimes I hear, hey, Murph, print is dead. And I say, well, a certain segment of print is dead. It's long gone and buried. But um, there's a section of print that's actually growing. Um, it's what we call new print. And, you know, our version of print is what we call social media in print. Social media, um, you know, everybody loves to know what their neighbors are doing. And so we take advantage of that. Um, then I would say um, the other thing I get is, well, I, I, I do word of mouth advertising. That's all I need. And I say, well, you know, respectfully, um, we all, anyone who's in business is going to enjoy word of mouth advertising on some level. But word of mouth advertising isn't a true um, marketing strategy. It's the same as saying I do nothing. And usually it's because they don't know enough about marketing. So they just sort of hope that uh, they'll have goodwill out there in the universe and it'll all come back to them. But I'm here to tell you that um, the good news spreads like molasses. And if somebody has bad news to spread about you, it'll spread like wildfire. So it is in your best interest it's your job as the business owner um, to make sure that you package your message for human consumption. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's so easy to look at your P and L statement and um, look at the bottom line and, and hopefully get excited about the net profit. Um, I mean, I've had time again, just to go back on my experience and maybe this can help some of your listeners and, and you get all this stuff. I mean, with, with my health clubs, we, we had a half a million dollar a year marketing budget and I understood. And, and by the way, 50%, 50% of our new members came from what I would label as word of mouth, you know, referrals from existing members, uh, just goodwill in the community. We did a lot of community events and, and sponsorships and whatnot. And um, of course, when we asked our new members how they heard of us, guess what the answer was? Google, right? Yeah. And, and that's a whole nother, you know. Uh, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the important lesson that I learned, man, at a half a million dollars, so tempting to go, well, you know, let's just cut that in half this year and, and I'll pocket, you know, a quarter million dollars. But, but I knew, and unfortunately had great mentors and coaches that I needed to invest 
for, for my industry, it was 5% of my revenues. And if I wasn't doing that, yeah, you know, next year, I might put a few more dollars, maybe significant dollars in my pocket, but guaranteed the following year or the following quarter or, you know, depending on the industry, it could be very, very quickly, especially in you know restaurants and retail, um, you're going to pay the piper. And uh, fortunately, I stuck to my guns. And this goes back all the way from my first years in business to growing it to, to $10 million in sales that marketing was the number one investment for my company and 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 as tempting as it was never touch it so then for you know the businesses that are comfortable um they're getting word of mouth like you said you know it's 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 a slow grow and of course when the economy shifts right and maybe you're not getting the word of mouth that you had in the past you know it's like what do you do at that point right yeah, definitely. Word of mouth is something that many businesses are proud of, and they should be, rightly so. Yeah. They've developed a great reputation. But, you know, there are different forms of marketing, and different forms of marketing do different things for you. Some uh, help you swim. Some help you tread water. And tread water, treading water is just a slow form of drowning. So you can only do that for so long. Yeah. So um, you have to do other things to move you through the water at a faster pace. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, I could talk and I know you could talk marketing all day, but you know, we do have a schedule to adhere to. I know you've got a lot going on. So I'm going to move on to the fun side of Mike. What are you doing for fun outside of business? <laughs> well, um, most of my fun is tied to the football season. Nice. So, uh, college football in particular, but also NFL. So I'm, um, you know, being born and raised up in Michigan, I'm a Michigan football fan. So go blue, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I love my Bengals. I love my lions. So, you know, yeah. Oh, NFL. you poor soul. <laughs> Although they're tough. on an uptick. It, it was, yeah, it was tough for many, many years, but yeah. uh, the, a pendulum always swings the other way yeah. I've learned in life. And so it's swinging back for both those teams now. Um, I, I, I enjoy throwing darts, shooting pool, playing Euchre, a card game that is sort of Midwestern and not too many people play it. But uh, I'm always looking for Euchre pals out there. So hit me up. Euchre. I've never heard of that. That's a pretty, pretty dang cool. Love it. How about when it comes to a hardship life challenge, Mike? And, and the Detroit Lions don't qualify for this answer. <laughs> um, what comes to mind a period of time that you were challenged, you got through it. Now, looking back, you can say because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Well, something that I alluded to earlier was, you know, a, a life challenge that came up that forced me into um, a, a, a different um, arena in life. And that is um, back in 2012, my wife was diagnosed with leukemia. Oh. And so that's kind of what set us on the path of having to reinvent our lives. She underwent a bone marrow transplant and is thriving today. She's doing great. Oh, but in me. that moment of that tragedy, um, you know, it, it really threw our lives into a tizzy. And uh, it, it was awful for a while. But then through the perspective of time, looking back, I realize that there are so many blessings that came from that. Um, I can't even bother to go into the list right now. But just to say that you never know in any given moment that bad thing that's happening to you, you don't know the path that it is setting you on that's leading to a whole different set of blessings that you might not have ever realized otherwise. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's that, 
that faith in that life happens for us and not to us. And uh, man, mm-hmm. it, ma- it like made that. me stronger. It made her stronger. Yeah. It made our family stronger. And um, you know, I think it's it's some um, it's weird to say, but I have that to thank for yeah. Yeah. the position I'm in today with uh, my media company. Yeah. You know, that's what I love about the Good Neighbor podcast. You know, those stories of inspiration. I mean, we all go through some kind of challenge uh, at some part in our lives. And we're very fortunate if it's only once. I mean, right. Um, And and to hear that, that you're not alone. Uh, And and there are folks out there that that have gone through things. And it's not about better or worse or anything, because I think all these challenges are challenges. And um uh, to put a degree on them does no one any any service. And uh, uh, in your case, uh, yeah, man, appreciate you sharing that and, and inspiring your listeners. One thing you wish our listeners knew about you and your business and what you're doing in the community, what would that be, Mike? Uh, I would say, you know, when when they see me, the magazine guy coming at them, you know, they they may think uh, I've I've done magazines. Well, you may not have truly done magazines. You might have done magazines that are, you know, are coupons shaped like a magazine. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. point is, um, they all think they, you know, they, they've tried everything, they've done everything, and I, I wish they knew that our product is unique in that it has been uniquely reverse engineered to help local businesses take advantage of that branding that large companies take advantage of nationally. We just execute the same model, but on a local level through that storytelling, the education. Um, it's, it's a unique way that allows the market at large to care about you, to know you as a human and uh, to know you as more than just a logo on the side of your building that they drive past twice a day. Yeah. And you may make a really good point, you know, larger companies, large companies. And, and, and I think success is, is the, the same, you know, large successful companies, they invest tens of millions of dollars, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars to do one thing, right. Be that go-to brand because they know the value in that. And uh, I mean, you think about the, the top marketing people they hire fresh out of, the universities and and the folks that have been doing this for 20 and 30 years, just the invest, forget about the ad campaign uh, or the agency they hire, just the investment in human resources. And then here we are, you know, maybe we're just starting up our local business. And why don't we look to these other successful companies as something that we should model? And yeah, yeah, especially for a local business, because you can't afford the Super Bowl mm-hmm. commercial, and what good would it be? Because you're not all over the globe, but you can afford to be that go-to brand in your local community. And what a great place to start so that when you open your next location and your next location, you can follow the same model. Correct. You know, we've, we've got clients that are participating in uh, 11 of our local magazines and yeah. some that are participating in just one. There's budget for everybody. There's a place at our table for every business in Northern Kentucky. And so I'm just looking forward to talking to the next person, whenever that might be. Yeah. Well, let's uh, do that. You know, for listeners who want to get in touch, who want to learn more, Mike, what's the best way for them to uh, get in touch? 
Well, I'm one of those guys that always has my phone strapped to my side, much to my wife's chagrin. I've, I've learned to control the timing on that, though. But, you know, I'm a text guy. I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a phone call guy. So um, if you want to just pick up the phone and call me, um, you know, 24-7, 365, let me deal with my wife, okay? <laughs> it's 859-468-8541. Uh, or you can reach me at mmurphy at bestversionmedia.com. And uh, soon the, the gnpunion.com moniker. Uh, reach Very me there, too. Very a lot of tentacles good. leading to me. <laughs> yep, yep. All kinds of paths uh, to uh, growing your company. So, uh, well, this has been awesome, Mike. And uh, I am now happy to turn the mic over to you. This is your show. Wish you the absolute best. And uh, who, who knows? Maybe you'll invite me on as a guest when you get the episode like 500 or something. Uh, we'll, we'll have to uh, catch up again. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for uh, letting me follow your path. Thanks for blazing that path for us. You got it. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Union. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpunion.com. That's gnpunion.com. Or call us at 859-651-8330.